Welcome to another episode of Finding My Fit at 40. Hi. Uh, you guys got to experience our new intro. What do you think? I like it. I thought it was wonderful. I mean, it highlighted me a lot, which I'm I always like a fan of. I like how ridiculous you sound, Michael. I'm here for it. <laughs> Tell us about your fitness. Tell us about your fitness. <laughs> I mean, it made me want to discuss my fitness, and I was the one talking. Yeah. And that's what we're here for, to discuss right. fitness. It makes me feel like you should sell some kind of a fitness gimmicky tool. Yeah, but one that works. So it, it, it gimmicky, but but it but works. Like I I was, it is it gimmicky like if it works? That's what I'm wondering. It's, it's gonna be a fine I want line. The, I'm gonna the walk. The sham here. wow guy kind of energy is what I'm looking for. Oh, you'll get that. Yeah, right. Yeah, the sham wow guy on steroids. You'll get the energy. I love it. It's all about it. the product, though. Yeah, we'll yeah, have to yeah. come up with something. Yeah. All right, we'll have to do that. Um, so I have an announcement for you guys. Oh, okay, tell I me love everything. Announcements. So the podcast is now available. On YouTube. Shut your dirty tramp mouth. Is that a thing? Mind you, we don't have video. So guys listening, don't yeah, get overly excited. There's no video with it. It's just a still image. But you can listen to the podcast people on YouTube People do be listening now. to things on YouTube. That is not me, but people do that. Yeah, All I right. don't normally yeah, do it not, either. But you can I search well. Finding My Fit at 40 on YouTube now. And so if you don't have access to other things or you know somebody that you want to introduce the pod to and they don't have like... A way to listen to a podcast. Which so, would be weird, but, you know. There are people out there who I, have no idea how to access. That's the only thing they have is YouTube? They, they don't. never made it past YouTube. Who are these yeah. monsters? You know, they hit that, that, when did YouTube get big? They there were like are like 2000s? billions of people on this planet, yeah. Mike. I'm just saying. You know what I mean? There's bound to be how a many? few people. Billions. Oh, I thought you said two billion. I was like, that doesn't sound right. I feel like you're rounding down. Yeah. Billions. <laughs> Way down. Many, Multiple many billions. billions. Now I want to know what the world's population is. like seven or eight billion or something like that. And I what have... margin of error do they give themselves? I don't you know, because they are really dying and being born every minute. They really have like people walking around consensus people Someone's catching died. all oh, the, the newborns <laughs> in third world countries too at the same time. Like, yeah. how do you Maybe get a just world like population? There has to be a margin of error. That they consider acceptable. I think you should sign up to walk around the entire planet and count everybody. Walk Imagine around. Imagine the, the yeah. steps you'll get. Oh, Michael. I'm Jesus now. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what happens? Walk the ocean, guy. No okay, problem. Okay, you can ride a boat or across. Or Don't a plane. forget the people that are on boats in the ocean. Gotta count yeah, those so you got to get all of them, man. That so. absolutely. So I'm yeah. zigzagging I love that now. Now problem. I'm walking on water, but I'm zigzagging. <laughs> yeah. I love that. That was your problem with it, not yeah. the fact, <laughs> <laughs> the fact that I can't obviously walk across the ocean, yeah, guys. I haven't mentally like run the numbers the on how long it would take me to walk twenty five thousand miles. You couldn't do it. It just wasn't. What? What do you mean? I couldn't do it. You couldn't. You could not walk. The See, now road. I'm running the numbers. Now you I'm need running, right? great shoes. If I if I walk great ten miles a day. Ten, right. mi- you- <laughs> <laughs> Ten miles a day. You think I'm that would be? I'm pacing myself. <laughs> <laughs> By the time you get to the end, there's gonna be so many more people where you started. You'll never get done. Listen, that's You'd 300, have to be Santa Claus. Roughly is 300 be miles a month. Right? You have to call. You got to call. 3,600 miles a year. Okay. <laughs> okay. So like, yeah, it's doable. It's totally what doable. is doable? Less than 10 years to do what? To walk 25,000 miles. Oh, uh, that's all you were talking about. That's walking 20. 
Well, yeah, no, not the zigzagging stuff because that adds miles. No, that's a lot <laughs> no, of fucking miles going around the world. <laughs> wow. Well, well um, I just mentally good luck circumnavigated on your journey, the world on foot. Make sure you send us postcards. Yes. If they have them, where I, where I'm stopping. <laughs> Maybe you can hand draw us some if they don't. <laughs> <laughs> I might. I'll bring pad and paper. So anyway, if you need to listen to the pod and you don't have access to your standard, you know, Apple Music or uh, iHeartRadio or any of those things, you really? can use I YouTube. Is that what this whole conversation was about? Yeah, it was. Mm, I'm trying to bring it back. <laughs> he didn't mention Spotify, which feels like a big he didn't, yeah. music yeah. thing. I thought that was a oh, big, yeah, Spotify too. I don't mention Spotify yeah. often because I don't use Spotify. Do you listen to iHeartRadio? Negative. Okay, I'm just wondering. I do. I was just wondering. No, I have, I have, I was going to say Panhandle. I have uh, Pandora. <laughs> Pandora. <laughs> <laughs> You've been panhandling lately? Is that what I, you're trying to you say? Know, okay. Everybody, awesome. everybody needs a side hustle. Own. Everybody <laughs> needs a side hustle. Especially if you're walking across the whole world, you could panhandle. Absolutely. Yeah. We'll have panhandling equipment. Equipment? <laughs> yeah. Like a pan with a handle? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe. In, in one of those little sifts, you know, you just shake it around in the river. Anyway, the uh, how have you guys been? I feel like uh, we haven't had a chance to record lately. We took a week off. You we did. Take a week, didn't well, we? you, yeah. you went to see the fam. How was that? I did go see the fam. Uh, we went to a wedding. It was fun. Um, weddings I, are always I love good weddings. Time. Yeah, there was a good time. Free food, usually open bar. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, Dancing, what are the three most important get things? Get dressed up nice. There's oh, a good cake. wedding. Mm-hmm. And there's there's music. Does that lump the cake into the food in general, which you're hoping is good? Yeah, but no. see, that's hit or miss, man. True. Food, cake, and the entertainment, whether it's a DJ or a band, those are the three things to me that matter in All a wedding. Right. All right. The other stuff, like, whatever. But if the food's good, the cake's good. <laughs> Fuck and the people the getting married good. or any of that, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm more... You know, the, the chances of those lasting these days as it is. So you just... <laughs> Minimal. Right. I'm saying for a good party of a good for a good that, wedding. That's all it is. Is the way I look at it. <laughs> <laughs> that's all a wedding is. It's a it's a good party. You hope it works out for them. The odds are in their favor. We hope the cake is good. <laughs> but we're gonna have a good time tonight. That's right. Yeah, that's what it matters, right? Um, yeah, it was fun. The kids had a blast. Uh, they enjoyed seeing their cousins, and they, holy crap, my youngest Casey was. A dancing fool. Nice. See, I bet it was so cute. Oh He's my so cute. goodness, my man was breaking it down. He started like break dancing. I was like, "Where did you see like spinning <laughs> himself on the floor?" All right. Like we were like, "What is happening?" Mm-hmm. Nonstop dancing until late. We were there till like after till almost eleven, I think. Oh shit! And he just went hardcore. Dude, how long did 11. he sleep? Did he sleep real good? Uh he passed out pretty quick. Yeah, like I I, we had to carry both of them. Maybe after you the guys wedding, should dance every night. Absolutely. That, yeah, let me get no. No. Where, where no, do you learn no. these moves though? Sounds like somebody's got access to YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> YouTube. <laughs> YouTube. Um he doesn't watch YouTube. But yeah, he was breaking it down, man. He was all over it. He had a ball. Well, good did for you him. eat fun northern foods? Oh my, did I? So the Oh Maron. <laughs> <laughs> so the wedding was in Pen- back in Pennsylvania. Uh for those of you just joining us, we are in Savannah, Georgia. We are we record and live in Savannah, Georgia. Uh, but I'm originally from Pennsylvania, and so it was family back home. We went back to, up to Pennsylvania. And one of the things that I miss the most down in Savannah, Georgia, is pizza. Mm. There is no equivalent to the delicious pizza that is up in the Northeast. That is, that is what correct. they say. Yeah. That's 100% correct. I know nothing. Yeah. Have you never been to the Northeast? I have. Have you not had pizza while you're there? You're the pe- you are literally wearing That's a hat true. and shirt right yeah. now that have pizza on them. I think three-quarters of your wardrobe I has pizza on I gotta tell it. you that. What really makes you guys like that pizza is that you grew up eating it. No, no, it's I, like, I didn't grow up eating it. I I feel like I've had like I've had true Chicago deep dish. It's really really good. It, I like all pizza. 
Yeah, I. <laughs> so it's like, but for not me, all it's pizzas like, recreate. See, and I feel like I feel like people get really into like their pizza. What's the you same know, thing like with you the bagels really like up the there? Kind of pizza that you really really like, but like I, I to me, it's like I like all pizza. That's no, hard for me to find I pizza didn't grow I don't up on like. I on Chicago Deep Dish, and I think Chicago Deep Dish is ridiculously delicious. Yeah, it's fucking And I did not grow fuck. up on Chicago Deep Dish, so I disagree with your take. Okay, but what is your favorite kind of pizza? Or what is this pizza that you're going on about? What's so good about it? So, I... Yes. Yes, yeah, I know. Like, that's people like, it's the best. I'm like, why? It's, it's just it. I, well, it's I incalculable. I will, no, see, I don't disagree with that, too. I will explain to you. The problems with the pizza here is what, they just, it's cooked better, because down here, I can't tell you how many times pizza is undercooked. What does cooked better mean? It is crispier. It is cooked. If you cannot take a slice of pizza and fold it in half and eat it, it is not a good slice of pizza. That doesn't sound crispy. That sounds not crispy. I feel like if it was crispy, you wouldn't be able to fold it in half. I mean, it cracks as you fold it. But you can fold it in half. Down here, it's soggy, and like I can't. I've had pizzas that aren't even cooked in the middle completely because they don't cook That's it. That's so enough. interesting because I've like, had all sorts of pizzas here. Like if I go to Huckaboo's, the pizza's really, really, really crispy. Our pizza's super soft. If you go to somewhere that has like a wood-fired pizza oven, that's also really, really crispy. So I've had all kinds of pizza. So I just like don't know what it is about the northern pizza that like. It's also the dough. The dough is very is different. Is it the water in the dough? That's what people say. I don't <laughs> think You it's really the have water. to think about the dough as the foundation for the pizza. All right, you're out of this conversation. <laughs> so, <laughs> you're fired. No, but it, so genuinely for me, obviously the, the, the most important pieces are of it. Like cheese is cheese. You're getting the same cheese pretty yeah. much everywhere you go. Um, they do different blends and stuff, but cheese is kind of cheese. It's the, It comes down to the sauce and it comes down to the, the dough. The dough. The dough is... Just the consistency of the dough. They don't get a good crust on it here where the soft, the center is soft and what a good, like, crisp crust. At no pizza here, like, when, they, when it turns brown here, they think it's burnt because it, they don't ever brown it. It's not cooked the way that, uh, that any of the pizzas that I have back home are. Cooked. I know. Maybe I just haven't had the right northern pizza, but anyway, I like all pizzas. Yeah. I like northern pizza. I like southern pizza. I don't care where the fuck where the pizza's from. I like Mexican pizza. I don't really give a shit what kind of pizza it is. I do like pizza. But in I'm not gonna like jump on your train and be like, yeah, northern pizza. I, I, yeah. I also I, I feel like if I grew up like eating pizza. it and I had this like weird love for it, it would be like a thing. But like to me, it's just pizza. I pizza, agree pizza. with you that there is definitely a, a part of it that I because I grew up up there. But I don't think it's all that. I don't think it's completely that because yeah. there are some places down here. Well, even, you're allowed to have your preferences for pizza. I think if you guys <laughs> go does. back and forth about it for a little bit longer, we'll really come to a conclusion. I think here. you're right. right pizza Michael. is a great conversation topic. We're, Just because you we're don't so love close. pizza in we're the same so close. way <laughs> does not mean. So anyway, pizza is one of the things that I ate a lot of while I was there. I ate pierogies. Ooh, I love a pierogi. Okay. Homemade right. Polish yeah. pierogies. So we went to a farmer's market by my sister's love house. And they had a stand, a Polish stand, and they had a, I'm not going to pronounce it right, but it, I don't remember what it was called, like a Lupki or something like that. But basically it was Is that like potato pancakes or something? No. The, oh, that's what a Lupki is, I think, is a potato pancake. It wasn't a Lupki. See, I told you I couldn't remember the name of it. Um, but basically it's a Polish version of like an empanada, but they Ooh. wrap it. It's like the meat, the center is like all the meat. He said it was like a 70-30 blend of pork and beef in uh -huh. the middle. And then they wrapped it in cabbage, though, instead of using a dough. It's a it's like a cabbage and a cabbage and it's in a red sauce. But it's like kind of that kind of same idea that of, of like of a like an empanada is basically meat with wrapped in dough. 
but this is uses cabbage because yeah, I feel like Polish you robbed people. me of my bread. Yeah, I'm gonna say, I feel like you took the fun part of an empanada right I'm away. I'm just saying. Oh, my it God. was delicious though. Did you just try and throw keto at me, the Polish style? <laughs> Polish, but that's what they use. Polish so, keto, but Polish keto. They use a lot of cabbage in in what they do, and right. it was it was delicious. Oh, it I'm was, sure it was with, good. And the pierogi. So you got the here's the difference. You got the 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 dough out of the pierogies because the pierogies are dough with potato in the middle, and man, they're so good. I Sauteed. Love well, uh, potatoes not dough. Yeah, you're right. It's the I best. See, everybody's trying to pass different things off as dough for us. No, I said it's dough with potato in the middle. Do you not know what a pierogi is? Oh. Do you know what a pierogi is? Yeah. You have you no know, idea Michael? what a pierogi is. Never had a pierogi. I'm sure I have. Oh, Michael. It's basically a dumpling. It is, but it's got potato in it. But it's got potato. mashed potatoes in the middle. So it's like a larger gnocchi. No. A gnocchi. A gnocchi is, is made of. Potato. So it has a pocket. It has dough it's, and potato inside. The it's a mashed potato. So they take a, a, a round. It's like a dumpling full of potatoes. It's pu- full of mashed potatoes. I yes. feel like we're all saying the same thing. <laughs> no, because a gnocchi is, is not is a like dumpling. A, it's like it's it's like it's pasta. Yeah, a gnocchi yeah. is just a ball. No, this isn't just a it's ball. It's like a steamed dumpling. No, it's not or, just, or, or, or yeah. gnocchi is not just a ball. It's filled. No, it's not. It? Yes, it is. No, it's no, not. No, I just thought it was turned into pasta shapes. Yeah, gnocchi is cooked. not filled. No. Gnocchi is a, pota- a potato-based pasta that you they... You can't make pasta out of potatoes. Oh, my, oh my God. God. How do you... You're Italian. I know. How I'm do trying you to educate this? you. You, you not... guys are both wrong about this. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Michael. <laughs> Take gnocchi, it to the Google. Uh, you, yeah, go ahead. Chris is oh, looking it up know. right now. Um, hold on, let me look. So, yeah, uh, let me educate you on your <laughs> we'll culture. See. We'll here. see. They're made uh, of small lumps of dough, most traditionally composed of a simple combination of wheat flour, eggs, salt, and potato. Variation of the dish supplement the simple recipe with flavor additives. Um, yeah. They're not stuffed. So it's a dough with potato, and they cut the... Look up a video right now, How to Make Gnocchi. I'm telling you, I'm a foodie to foodie end, man. I love food. Gnocchi is one of my favorites, too. Maybe I've just had stuffed gnocchi, then. Maybe. I don't... I've never heard of that, but that doesn't mean that doesn't exist. Yeah, right. I mean, it sounds delicious. It I would does. Say that <laughs> I mean, it sounds like it would be delicious. <laughs> but yeah, gnocchis are just uh, dough and potato. And then pierogies is a dough. It's like a ravioli it's like kind a, of deal. Yeah, it is. It's, it's like, but it's like with a mashed potatoes in the kind middle. Kind of. Um, and it's yeah, but it's more like a, it's they're bigger with dump. Yeah. Oh man, you need to f- see. They don't have pierogies around here at all. They don't have pierogies. No, I wouldn't per- know where to get those. You can those. buy Mrs. T's, is the frozen yeah, ones, yeah. which that wasn't here when I first moved here either. So they didn't. Sell maybe we just need store. to open our own Polish restaurant. Uh, no, and that's all food, we'll sell is like pierogies. It's not that interesting. Yeah, well, it's not. That's kind of the yeah, joy of Polish of, food. Yeah. It well, is well everybody will dress up bland. We'll make it look like <laughs> the movies. Welcome old to our boring restaurant. <laughs> old school Poland, like back when the Soviet Union was a thing. I feel like we are insulting Polish people very much so it's right possible, now. It's possible, but... But it's possible that we my, are doing that. My last name, Mike Bearski, I have a little bit of leeway there, yeah. I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, my goodness. So, yes, those are the things I ate. A lot of good food. It was fun it was a blast we had uh we also went to an orchard an apple orchard yeah, and picked apples the kids love it we every time we go back this time of year what kind um, of apples red fall, ones green ones tell me about your apples we got the <laughs> honey crisps Ew, michael don't you like those let me like those. just tell you faves but i do like those uh, there is nothing better than a honey crisp directly picked like right off, off a tree, of the tree. Yeah, it's it is the sweetest i'm like i like apples i can eat an apple I had I'll two eat apples like this four evening. or five <laughs> in the sitting because they're just so yeah. good Damn. right off the tree. And we I can imagine it. eating five apples. That's a lot of apples. It, it is a lot, a lot of apples. apples. I usually don't eat apples. more than two. Yeah. That's not, usually with about a half a jar of peanut butter. Of course it is. <laughs> of course. Which of course. That, that was tonight. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I believe that. Um, I was peckish. 
<laughs> a peck of apples. <laughs> so um, that uh, we did the apples, and we got to pick out pumpkins. So we went. There's an, a oh, legitimate fun. pumpkin. Yeah, order. I was actually Chelsea pumpkin was telling patch. me about that recently about like how you guys had good pumpkin patches and stuff. Yeah, like home. you go into where all the vine where they grow. Yeah, and you just rip it off the vine or cut it off the vine. Yeah, mm. that's pretty fun. I've never seen that or all done right. that. All yeah, right. they don't have that. Would it be fun. So when I first moved here, we were like, we oh, there's a pumpkin patch. We went here. and showed up, and it was a field with pumpkins laying out in, into right. the field. Yeah. I was like, go into the pumpkin patch. I was like, this isn't a pumpkin patch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I guess they don't grow here. Yeah. I, yeah. Where are the vines? Not. Where's my machete? Yeah. I want to go hunt my own pumpkin. Hunt my pumpkin. So we got to go out into the pumpkin patch, and the kids picked out their own pumpkins, and it's a blast. and. So we did that. We did uh, the apples, and oh man, they also make apple cider donuts. Mm, oh, I've had I've those. heard of these. Holy crap, are they good? Delightful. So good. In fact, one of my favorite moments of my daughter when she was about two years old, or not even yet, she was eating a donut, and she had asked for more. She had already eaten like one and a half donuts. Like she had, she was little, so yeah. she ate a whole bunch, and she was saying like no words at the time. She had like <laughs> one or two words that she could say. <laughs> And and she asked for more, and I was like, "No more, you're done." She goes, "Donut." <laughs> Learn that word real yeah. quick. <laughs> we all turned. My my sister was like, "That was clear as day." <laughs> yeah. So we tell that proud story father all the time. first word donut. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. And diabetes <laughs> is created. <laughs> yeah, I got to wear my eagle stuff because I was back oh, home. I wore my you. eagles hat the whole time. Thriving. It was. It was and wonderful. they were they like three zero. They are three wow, right that now. that is exciting for you. This, are you a happy is, man? I am. Uh, last year, we went to the Super Bowl. This year, we start out 3-0. Hey, it's it's been a good run so far. I'm excited. What a ride. What a ride. They are doing well. How about you guys? What have you been up to? Um, I hurt myself. What? So that was neat. Yeah, I was riding my bike with Aaron. There's your problem. You were riding. I know. <laughs> problem number problem one. Number one. Um, we were going down the sidewalk, and there was a guy who had like... His had one dog on like a wagon, and then he had this other dog, and he like did not have control of his dog, and it was like lunging at us, and so like we had to like pop off the sidewalk, and uh, in all honesty, I was slightly distracted because I was looking at the cute dog in the wagon. But anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> we popped off the sidewalk, and then there was like just enough perfect divot like next to getting back onto the sidewalk, and so I just I must have hit it just at the right perfect angle where like my tire could not get over it, almost like hit it on the side. And it just, I mean, it just stopped my bike, and I just ate shit. Just landed very, very hard onto the sidewalk. Um, it was, I guess, an okay landing for the situation. I, I landed on both my hands, mm. and uh, so my my palms took the brunt of it. I managed to not hurt my legs in any way. I didn't let my face hit the ground, so Your that's hip? great. My hip's good. Oh, yeah, wow. Uh, yeah, I did. Like, I did it really, somehow I spread, and like I basically caught myself in like an aggressive push-up position. But it really, it really tore up my hands. I mean, it took a good chunk out of this hand, but it's like my thumbs, and I don't know if this is my thumbs are on the handlebars or what happened, but like, it's just bruised all in here and all the way through here. And so for like the first two days, I had like no thumbs. Like I could <laughs> so move it was bruised, them. Like the the fe- the meaty part yeah, of your thumb. Yeah, all, all like of that the, in there is yeah. really is really tender. So like anything that requires like any kind of gripping or lifting or even like pushing. <laughs> Is is not great so right now. We don't use those actions much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been so like an immediate <laughs> appreciation of my hands, where I'm yeah. just like, "Damn, not having hands is not it." <laughs> like I'm fucking hating. I just it. saw recently a, a woman on social media washing dishes with her feet because she had no arms. I mean, like, yeah, it's like Jesus, people the, get through life doing that. Yeah. And I'm like really frustrated. Just I like even, I, I can't even like pump the soap in. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do anything. 
<laughs> it's awful. It's, it's impressive the things that people can yeah. do when they have to do them. I was thinking about that today, <coughs> just the amount of things that we take for granted yeah. that we just have that are just like, it's just there. Like we take for granted every time this is off the random stuff that goes through my brain and during a day, like how when you flip a light switch on, you just take for granted that the lights are going to go on. I know. Like it's all so the true. things that we just completely, I honestly take like, it really sucks. I've been having a lot of struggles getting into the gym lately. My motivation has not been there. Also, there's a dumpster kitty in my gym. Which is like not great. He's like taking up my space. <laughs> like can't get into the zone because he's there yelling at me. You should talk to management, dude. Right? <laughs> trying to get rid of this dumpster kitty, but he's um he's getting treated and stuff from the vet right now still. Um, but anyway, so I haven't like had the motivation, and now I'm like, man, when I get my fucking hands back, <laughs> I'm gonna fucking crush the gym because <laughs> I'll have hands and I'm yeah, excited. Yeah, yeah. I think there's a balance to taking things for granted because yeah, you know with. Things like turning your light on or expecting water to be at your faucet or little things that yeah, you go yeah, through about yeah. your entire day, it's kind of okay to take that for granted. Because if you didn't take every single thing you come across, you know, if you if you just blatantly didn't take it for granted, you're going to be staring off in wonderment of every <laughs> speck of your entire damn day. And then you're no. not going to get a damn thing done. So I, I get what you're saying. I, I disagree with the way that you phrased it. And uh, here's why. Is because I don't think... It's okay to take it for granted, but I think it's okay to not be sitting in amazement of every second. Right, you grow. But I feel like you you should really appreciate. I feel like you should never take any of that stuff for granted. And I, I think that was that was kind of the aha that I was having today. I was thinking that I'm like just starting to like trying to appreciate life. You and I were talking about this a little before we turned on the uh, microphones. We were chatting about just. Just trying to enjoy life and appreciate life and appreciate things in general, the yeah. things that we have. Appreciate that we... your ability to do stuff. Well, like that's like appreciating your body. Like I'm very grateful that I was able to catch myself. My neck and shoulders the next day felt like I was in a car accident. Did they? I was yes. wondering. So how much do you think, let's pull it into the podcast, how much do you think that being in shape I, saved your I don't ass? know. Probably considerably because I was able to yeah. not only catch myself, but I was able to keep my fucking face from hitting the floor. That's so impressive. Like, how fast were you going? Pretty fast. 50. Probably no, but I was probably going like 12 miles an hour. I was going. Wow, yeah, that's yeah. moving. It was moving enough for it to fucking suck when I landed. But yeah, I was yeah. able to, everything engaged fast enough to keep me from really eating shit. I was able to keep my whole body off of the ground. Yeah. You know, so like, I don't know if I could have been able to do that if I wasn't in some kind of shape. You yeah, know? if you didn't so. train regularly. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, that's awesome. And you got that way by lifting. And today, we're going to talk about how much lifting... Yeah, it's too much lifting. It's well, too it's much. Op- optimal in general, I think, is, is a better way to look at that. Because yeah. there is also lifting too little and sure, spinning yeah. your wheels. Like, there's not enough stimulus to adapt to. Yeah, and I've got friends on both sides of that, right? Like, I've got buddies who go to the gym pretty fucking regularly, but they don't do dick. You know right. what I mean? Yep. Like, and that's kind of frustrating. Like what? So, what? like, give me an example. How like, do you go to the gym and not really do anything? Yeah. What do you how? mean? They go to the gym and they're not they're not doing a progressive overload situation, Correct. right? Like they just go to the gym and like they do some shit at the gym. But like they're not tracking what they're doing. They have no idea how much weight they like lifted last time. Being in the gym time. is going to be enough. Right. Just being there. I mean, sure, it's better right. than Osmosis. not. I guess not but, going to the gym at all. Yeah, but yeah, I, yeah, I think yeah. that's the mindset a lot of people will get into. Yeah. We're sure at, at some base level, yes, it's better than not going at all. But on the same note. If you spend a year of suboptimal training that doesn't really get you where you want to be either, yeah. well, now you're of the mindset that, well, this shit just doesn't even work. Now, how do you do that for the rest of your life? Right. 
So if you're willing to just yeah. go in and spin your wheels forever, cool, let's do that thing. People but do it, man. And then people also do this thing where, like, <clears throat> you know, they get broken up with or something where they get into this, like, oh, i got to hit the gym. And they're in the gym, Make like... your life change, yeah. Right. And they're yeah. in the gym, like, multiple times a day. And it's like, well, that's too much, That's Can too that much, counterproductive? Gym. That's kind of what I was I asking. so. Is it, like, is there a point where... <clears throat> I mean, I guess it depends where, on how long you're in there, but... Yeah, but, like, if you go, like, two, three, like... I. I've seen it and I've heard of I and I thought this way when I first was like, all right, I'm going to do the gym. Even when we first talked, I, I was thinking and I didn't want to do this. I was like, Ugh, I'm going to have to go to the gym like all the time. Can you if you go like two, three times a day, is that too much? I think it depends because like, I mean, know there's like optimal athletes that like are, you know, they are doing two a days, right? They're probably working yep. out multiple times a day. Yeah. But like they're probably also they know what they're doing. They have like some kind of a coach or something. They have like a plan. They probably eat well to compensate for that, right? Is that it's like the a line? need. Well, I don't you, know. You say that, but remember, we just we did a podcast about a twenty-four year old eating gummies. Oh, yeah. and, well, when so I say eat calf, well, I mean right. eat enough to fuel what they're Correct. doing. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I think there's it, it's highly individualized because you can have somebody who's been an athlete since they were. 12 in that same sport and now they're in their in their mid-20s and people are like oh, still really young so i mean that's what's going for them and sure that's super helpful but they've also been doing something for more than a decade yeah so the volume that they put on their system the adaptations that their muscular musculoskeletal system has has gone through is able to take that amount of volume where they can go do to get do two days and get enough rest and get enough nutrition and recover from that. So it's kind of like the as yeah, said, it's, progressive it, overload. Right. It's, He's it's got, they've gotten there over there. time. It's not like your buddy who like didn't hit the gym at all and then gets broken up with or something and now they're like in the gym multiple times a day and it's like, hey man, you just went from doing nothing to going to the gym multiple times a day. Is that bad? If you go to if you do that, can you like actually deteriorate your muscles in that way? Because I've been told this is whether this is true or not, I don't know. So I'm asking <laughs> you currently. I this is one of the things that I thought forever is if you overtrain, you're actually de- you're actually taking away from what you're doing. Like you're actually de- breaking down your muscle and not giving it any Time chance to, to recover. So well, you're, you're actually you're breaking doing down worse. the muscle no matter what. So so you're not really First off, let me preface this with, with the average person, probably 90% of the people that, that work out consistently are, are not coming anywhere near their actual failure point. So this, this is the, the side of the equation, which we'll talk about in a little bit, of, of not training enough for those people who are just kind of going into the gym, spinning their wheels, and not doing enough to make the body adapt. Now, for the people who are kind of, we'll, we'll go quote-unquote overdoing it, the the again the average person who is not an elite at, elite athlete or been training hard 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 for years is going to have a hard time actually getting to the point where they're where they are legitimately overtraining like they'll be too fatigued before they can push an appropriate set to to the level of failure from when they you know first started the workout but overtraining is actually a thing it can be a thing it's okay. just it's not as common as as most people think and most people are not quite capable of hitting that overtraining zone um, and so I, and overtraining <clears throat> what is the definition of overtraining that's kind like, of, I was just I, I guess I guess thing. we can look at it a couple of ways you you know you're you're overtraining if you know everything else is is in line you know your sleep is your your mm, okay. nutrition is and still like sleep quality starts to go down sex drive starts to go down energy starts to go down 
Um, so you it's know, like you're, you're, you're doing, you're giving your body all the things that you can give it, and it's still and it's still not me, recovering, yeah, still not and recovering. you're still okay. excessive <laughs> soreness over a longer period of time. Gotcha. Um, things like that are going to be signals that you you just need to get more rest, or you need to dial the volume back. Right. And so I've seen some, both sides of the equation where I'll have people come in who think that they've been working out, but they'll they'll come in and push a set, and the velocity of of their rep, like you know the the ability to, to say bench press, for example, for them to push the weight up, that starting velocity of a weight that I, I know for a fact is light for the person because I'm seeing how quickly they're moving it. They'll do five, six, seven, eight reps. And, and at the end of that eight rep, when the velocity has not changed at all, they're like, oh, it's heavy. Oh. And I'm like, it's, yeah, but it's not though. You still have like 12 more reps in the tank. So people who are just not used to pushing weight, they think they're lifting heavy. They think they're at their limit when they are not even remotely close. And that's something that you, you learn through going through the consistency of, of progressive overload and staying in a, an appropriate training you think you're block. you're going to hurt yourself. So like you're also being told yeah. for your whole life that if you fail, you could hurt yourself. Right. Which, I mean, and again, everybody who gets under the bar for the first time is like, oh, man, if I fail, like the bar's just going to fly right down onto my face, neck, and chest. It is kind of intimidating. I kind of it, get it. It is. I kind of. <laughs> yeah. It is very much intimidating. intimidating. But the, Let me put this <laughs> giant-ass bar of weight above my face, yeah. and if my arms can't push it anymore, it's going <laughs> to just smush me. But, like, but, it's, but it's not. Because when you fail lifting a weight that you've, you've worked up to or a yeah, lighter yeah, weight, yeah. it's going to slowly yeah, I mean, come down. If the weight down. is like so heavy that it's going to smush you, you're not going to be able to get up there to begin with. By the time you're lifting weight that's heavy enough to squish you, you have been lifting weights for years. Yeah. You know what you're doing by this point. The confidence is going to be there. Like It's, it's a, a step process that you, you go through building up to even, even you know, getting the right to lift that much weight and, and your body handle it. So that's, that's you know, the, the side of the equation where people aren't pushing hard enough. But the people who, and the other side of the coin that I see often is, is I'll let people, I'll ask the question, how many times a week do you want to work out? And this to me is a very loaded question because yeah. I, I want to see. It feels like a trick question. It, it kind of <laughs> is. And, and I'm, I, I'll tell them front load, like there, there's no wrong answer. Like how many days do you want to work out for the week? And you can see the the you know thought process starting the to go. Well, zero. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't really want to commit the to it. The answer but, is zero. But some people also just they mentally very motivated. They want to be there, and they're like you know, six, five or six. And I'm like, oh, okay, all right. And you have no training experience really. Yeah. Might have dabbled weights or classes. And you also think that's the only way you're going to see results. Hundred yeah. percent. And this this is what I'm getting at is this this mindset of working out equals fat loss and results. It's it's part of the equation. But the amount that you have to work out in order to, say, lose fat is less than you would need to work out in order to gain muscle. So when it comes to the actual science of the mix, the easiest process, the most fluid process is going to be losing fat. When it comes to building muscle, it takes more time. You can't do as much of it as quickly. You're going to start to put on some fat while you're putting on muscle. That has to be dealt with. Although, if uh, as we've said before, and I'm learning now, so but if you're just starting out, you gain muscle. Like I can't believe the difference in that first year right. that I made. I mean, I feel like my shoulders got bigger, oh, yeah. but I lost weight with the appropriate and, protein. Yeah, you like, can you can put can, on some muscle and burn fat at the same time. For the time. first time in my life, I can make a bicep, and there's like a lump. Yeah, like that. There's like a lump. <laughs> he wanted to say bulge, but he pulled back from that. I saw it. <laughs> I saw it. Yeah. We would have got you if you said it. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like 
I've definitely have noticed the difference in that from, and I would have never believed you that I would have been able to get gains. Yeah. Off of two days a week. And, and those are newbie yeah, gains. Crazy, right? yeah. It is. So, so when I come across people too, that can only do, you know, one to three, say chin-ups for, for an example. And they're all down about that. And well, I can't do very many. Well, okay, cool. But like you're lifting heavy weight right now. Yeah, that's now. great. <laughs> like you're, you know the adapt, adaptation that's going to come with the least amount of sets because you are lifting heavy right now? Like don't worry about the fucking numbers. Worry about the effort per set. Worry about the goal you're actually shooting for. And you can have a, a side goal of, you know, I want to increase my chin-ups. Don't, sure. don't put yeah. a number up there. Yeah. Just, I just want to increase them. Let's see where this gets to. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's over overtraining is a very difficult thing to do, um, but you know some some people either they have that mindset or they've been listening. So to what would Jocko you tell someone who Walter Goggins who <laughs> hasn't been a gym rat in any way and is now like just going to the gym multiple times a day? Like, is that a bad switch for them? Or are they going to be okay? Is that are they going to see, see any progress? Just, just like before you answer, aside with that, it kind of goes with this. I is if they're going multiple times, is the overtraining part only capable? Be- if the diet part is not in line. So is that the only way that you that can overtrain? No, that, that will make them more susceptible, but let's let's look at it as, as if I'm just doing too hard lifting. I just feel like they're like going to fatigue really, really fast. You're going to. You're yeah. going to fatigue. I mean, the, the calorie needs to recover from that are going to be you know, fairly tremendous, depending. Yeah, especially on, if they're going to the gym, that's what I'm saying. Are they going to the gym and putting in work, work or are they going yeah. to the gym and... And so so that's dick. why it's it's yeah, hard to you quantify because your it's first so workout of the day. You ain't the, yeah, the, the odds of you getting a second. Suck. The, the odds of you getting a second one in is going to be brutal. I mean, I used but to run if, two if, a days with soccer, and yeah. the second oh, and, and soccer, anyone who's played sports, you, I was like two a days. How are we going to like? Well, the first one was like us running and working and training and lift like that. That yeah. was our first workout, and the second one was scrimmaging. And I'm like, I feel like I can't even play this game right now because I can't move. But the funny thing is, your body kept going. Yeah, like that. That's, that's the funny thing. We rarely hit our actual drop, you know, dropping point. Yeah. And most people never get there. And that's, that, was, that was one of the Is hardest... Is vomiting a sign of that? For some people. I, I'm not the vomiting type, and I've been pushed pretty hard. Because I, I went through an elite military school, I'm and I didn't I'm vomit. I'm a vomiter oh, yeah. also. For the, cardi- with, for <laughs> the yeah, extreme cardio. Yeah, that's just never been a thing for me. Yeah. 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 So that's, I was just curious because I didn't know I would we would always they, they always show that in the movies too. So it's that's when somebody gets a really hard workout. I, I don't know why the one that's coming to mind is to me. It's also cardio. It's less like yeah. The cardio makes me vomit more <laughs> I don't know, than what is that I've about? Why does the body lifting? vomit from from cardio? Yeah, the deep breathing maybe. <laughs> I don't know. It's weird. No, and deep just, breathing is good for you, but it's no. It's what I'm you, saying that causes you to. I think it's probably uh, more based on lactic acid buildup. That's and what you, I'm you trying to, like to that. also keep up with the the oxygen deprivation for the the amount of time that you're pushing that hard. Like your body's kind of calling it quits for to a certain extent. Yeah. Or when you're point. doing cardio, you're bouncing a lot, and all your stomach juices are all bouncing around up in there. Yeah, potentially, but most people Gross. I know they're going to go get a real hard workout. Is you know they're not going to put a full stomach. Of food in their prior, but it's doing water. It. Water. That's we used to get yelled at by our coaches not to overdrink water because it'll make you vomit. Mm. You'd have to. Well, yeah, you could overdrink it, I guess. Well, just because then there's more fluid. There's more shit no, I get that, but that, that half of that water is in your system within five to ten minutes at that point. Really? That's how fast your body quick. absorbs water. Oh my god, yeah. Huh? I've never thought of that. I yeah. didn't. That. That's really. 
Yeah, it's quick. Ha- really? What about if I eat soup? Yeah, d- <laughs> what about if I eat soup? <laughs> well, the what chunks won't go in as, qu- as fast. Like, I'm if I eat curious. watermelon, well, does I've that water definitely go? definitely had like a full belly full of liquid for like a while, so I'm just wondering. You could also <laughs> just have, you know, delayed emptying at that point or different foods that you put in there causing like higher fiber foods will cause delay emptying of your stomach. Like what if it's Italian wedding soup instead <laughs> of... <laughs> it's, got, it's got a lot of chunks. <laughs> and you, I mean, you, you'll also get stew. that big stretch reflex from a high fluid, high soup type type meal and maybe it takes some time for your body to stop sending, sending signals that it was full and stretched. So it may have emptied some of it out, but you just still kind of feel full at the same time. I, I don't know. There's going to be different varieties for that. Interesting. But just, just taking it straight water, the water doesn't really need to be processed much beyond getting to an optimal temp to be pushed through. Um, hmm. So yeah, it's it's a, it's a fast process. Interesting. That's okay. Wild. Yeah, that is interesting. I had no idea. But yeah. if you think about it, it makes sense too because if you're sweating a shit ton out yeah. and you're still putting in another one, two, three hours of, of yeah, work, yeah, that makes sense too. You're probably absorbing it faster when you're also losing yeah, it. Yeah. If you right couldn't now. hydrate quickly, you wouldn't be able to get through any one of those ten, twelve hour days out in the sun of hard work or, or doing whatever. You know. You, I don't know who's doing that. I ain't yeah, that sounds that. awful terrible. Yeah, that's terrible. Why would I do that? Don't do that. All right. I'm just kidding. Shout out to those people who are doing that and making our world go around. We appreciate you. Um, so we did bring up cardio and the running and stuff. So does that change yeah, with the overworkout Yeah, how do you balance thing? cardio? And so we talked about fat loss. We talked about muscle gain. Right. And I mean, look, I dog on cardio all the time because I hate it. But we all do. It, yeah. yeah, it sucks. But well, it does, I love my variety It of does cardio. have its place. And its purpose. I like it with in conjunction with sports. So right. that's why, like with soccer, right? And stuff, I agree. I think that running yeah. for like a purpose is much easier for my brain to swallow than yeah. just like <laughs> running for no reason. But some people really knew it. But really, what I wanted to ask was like, how do you balance cardio in like if you're trying, you know, you're trying to gain muscle. Or if you're trying to lose fat. I think a lot of times people think that running is like the answer they to do. losing fat, yeah. which I don't know. And that you will lose muscle if you do it, too. Right. I've, I've heard, I've that, heard too. that, too. So give me the truth, Michael. <laughs> Hit it. Hit it. <laughs> Set me straight. All right. I'll try not to do too deep of a dive here. Okay. Uh-oh. <laughs> Get the goggles. So when you, you've got <laughs> resistance training on one hand, this is going to signal the body to, to kick off your hormonal pathways of MTOR, which is muscle sparing, muscle repairing, muscle building, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, cardio on the other side of the equation kicks off hormonal pathways called AMPK, which is more um, chemical. Sounds like a killer band. It is AMPK. a little bit, right? Have you heard that? Um, which is going to be more of a chemical metabolic change to the body. That's your conditioning. That's your cardio. And it does not prioritize maintaining muscle mass and repairing muscle and muscle growth. So somebody, that's why you, you, you know, the, the one they've been using for years is putting a marathon runner next to a sprinter. Yeah, and it's, that's it's how they train. The sprinters are definitely lifting weights. They are training for maximum velocity and shorter and shorter Burst. spurts. And then the marathon runner is just literally running nonstop. So it's very very sports specific. So the the all way sports are kind of like that though, right? Because like you wouldn't you all train... sports are sports specific. Yeah, <laughs> yes, one hundred percent. No, I mean, I'm like... not making fun. <laughs> I'm making fun of you. Chrissy laughed. I didn't. Yeah, thanks, <laughs> jerk. Sorry. I'm not making I won't fun talk of you. anymore. So but. like sports are sports, right, Michael? <laughs> so yeah, all sports have sports specific training, but some will have some overlapping. You know, yeah, like yeah, yeah. say soccer and football, the running portion of that equation is going to be somewhat similar. You know, you need to no, change. Really yeah. though, you because need to change stopping sprints. though in 
you don't stop really in soccer. So there's yeah, more there's very, a lot of running. In yeah. Soccer. All right. It was a bad example. Okay. But, but that's what I'm. But that's <laughs> football why I'm and saying rugby. Like, it's like football. Yeah. yeah. I said the last time I played soccer was also in an intramural league in New Orleans and was on a sprint field. So we were literally sprinting back and forth nonstop. Yeah. Um, but it's but it's continuous. That's what I'm saying. You're like blending between. I mean, kind of. They'll still get positioning, and they get you know a few seconds downtime, and then they got to get back in position. It's a chase lot of running. It's a ton yeah, of running, but it's way, but diff- way more running like than football. It 100. percent I'm not yeah. arguing that. Nobody's arguing with you guys. I already admitted it was right, a bad example. Tell me more about <laughs> how sports are sports. All right. So so when it comes down to somebody deciding what they're going to prioritize, what they're training for, the, the sport that you're trying to get better at, if it's for a sport, then you have to dial in sports-specific-wise. If you have a physique goal yeah. and you want to prioritize uh, strength and, and some muscle and fat loss, then cardio becomes less and less important. The more you want to prioritize that. Okay, so if you have an endurance-based sport, cardio is, is very important. And I think cardio is important to a degree just for your overall health. Yeah, agreed. I right? don't like, think you need to run that, miles that, and miles yeah, a day. I, I think for me, what's worked out very, very well and has transitioned into anything else I do um, has been my, my anywhere from 10 to 20-minute to conditioning sessions a few times a week. And so you can get cardio metabolic benefits from that little you know, it uh, comes back pretty wise. fast, your cardio, but you lose it pretty quick Correct. too. Correct. Yeah. Because like I said before, it's a, it's a chemical and metabolic change to the body. So your body can gain it very quickly. It can lose it very quickly, which is why, and it should be you know, somewhat re- of a relief to know that you know, two or three days of, a week, of the week, you can spend 10 to 15 minutes, all out bursts of seven to 10 seconds or anywhere up to a minute of you know, faster effort. And be done with it. It and doesn't necessarily have to be running, right? Could it be something else? That it doesn't have to be running, but I've, I've come to the, the, a point in my life where I've realized that being able to run efficiently, not the best runner ever, not the best the sprinter ever. Is this for the zombie apocalypse, probably? I mean, kind of. If, if, if it wasn't for a zombie apocalypse. if chasing me, I got to outrun it. Mm-hmm. I, that's that's kind of what it is, though. Like, if the shit hits the fan yeah. and your, your main strength, conditioning-wise, is... You know, biking or the elliptical, you're, <laughs> you're gonna fucking freeze in that scenario. What are you gonna do? So it's it's. I think it's a very. What's the idea behind the elliptical? Like, it feels like such an unnatural, weird thing. My <laughs> yeah, you're ego so numb. Right. <laughs> why? 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 I it's, don't know. it's marketed is it, is as it easier on your on joints. joints. You yeah, can get your heart rate up. You're pushing, but I. I why like, do my feet go numb? I don't know my feet. Because you have weird feet. I can't control that. That's a thing. Google it. It's it's that's a thing on ellipticals. Is it because people's people's knees are hype fully extending? There's something about like when you fully extend your knee, it like and you lock your knee, you'll see a lot of them cheerleaders actually did faint a lot from this. See, they, they did that in the military, too, if you're they, standing they, at attention for a Yeah, they, for if you lock enough. out your knees... I never had that issue, though. Um, and I it, played with it because I was stubborn. It can make you faint. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, that, when, when I sat in choir, they told us, don't do that, don't So I feel like maybe, I don't know, maybe it's something to do with that. People have fainted. I don't know, but yeah. It makes Listen, the elliptical stupid. I, moving on from that. Yeah, yeah. okay. I, yeah, so like, why? I, I so I, I like to work in... so popular. I like to work in some sort of running. You don't need to run every day, but running at least once a week for a short period of time, it, it just gets the neural efficiency of running in. It's good for you, and it's worth it. Granted, that's if you're at a safe enough weight where you're not just doing damage to your joints at that point. Yeah, so what about running on concrete versus like running on grass? Like People run on... I mean, I've read that running on a road or a hard surface is bad for your joints. It's, hard on your, it's harder on your it's joints. It's going to depend on whether or not you're a heel striker or a forefoot runner. Either way, it's harder. 
I, I mean, I it disagree. is a hard. It's a hard surface because you're, you're, it is a harder surface, but that doesn't mean your body can't handle it just fine. If if you're a four foot runner, your musculature is absorbing the vast majority of each <laughs> strike. Meant, like short. Whereas if you're a heel striker, you probably handle like four foot tall. If you're four feet tall, go for <laughs> yeah. it. And so there's there's no. a lot of factors that are gonna you're gonna bear in. I've seen uh they had they put some like ultra marathon runner on a treadmill to study his his gait and his stride and whatever, and he found that he you know he didn't really have much joint pain to to complain about and they found that each one of his strides his feet stayed so close to the ground as it was going forward that there was less and less impact and so there's ways to soften the impact and personally i, I prefer to run I, on grass I, yeah. I like running on grass yeah so i pulled my calf though was because see uh, that's that, not how you pulled your calf you were not used to running and then you just went out running. And so I, I did the same thing when I, when I pulled my quad because I realized if, if you were strength training. No, I'm saying I pulled my calf being uh, – f- so I played soccer forever, and we were always taught to stay on your toes because yeah. if you stay on your toes, you can change uh, direction faster. Because if you're sta- – if, if you're, you're also a- absorbing more shock you that are, way. You are, much yeah. more yeah. shock. And that's why – that's what I'm saying. That's how I pulled my calf. How did you pull your calf? From running on my toes. You're supposed to run on your toes. That's the best way for you to run. I agree with you. But that's what I'm saying, like, because you just said the difference between being a four foot runner yeah. or being a heel striker. If I was a heel striker, I would not have pulled my. So calf. My, my question is, if if you're, a, I'm not saying it was bad, but if that's you're a four foot runner, I, yes, and you pulled your calf, yes, like kind of why are you bringing that up? Because I'm saying like that running like because you just said that running that it's less impact on the joints, yeah. But that's how I pulled my calf is because I, my muscle was taking on more of that. That's not why you pulled your calf. That's okay. here, here's what I'm trying to say, and I'm, I'm playing. Okay. I'm, I'm kind of pulling you're baiting around. Me. To, I get yeah. it. I, I, you're baiting. He is baiting. <laughs> yes. The see, you pulled your calf for the exact same reason that I pulled my quad. You and I are strong enough and capable enough to run. Okay. We're strong enough and capable enough to run four foot running, which is still the appropriate way to do it yeah. at, at, in my eyes. But we hadn't been doing it long enough, slow enough to condition the connective tissue for it to be able to take more and more of the impact. So were you really just focusing on like four foot running or something all of a sudden? This is when you were playing soccer actively, right? No, this was... No, this, oh, this is not that... This wasn't that long ago. Uh, yeah, uh, it was the big... It so, was early in the doing... Okay, that was important. Yeah. So, so my point we is... My, my no, point no, no, no. is to, to, to filter down... I'm fi- not now. It, filter, it wasn't like, like, I'm fine right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's not right this moment. To filter down for myself... I'm, I'm, because I lift, because I train, I do single leg exercises, my force production linearly is pretty fucking good. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty quick. And so I'm capable muscular wise of running very fast in a straight Me run. and Michael have been playing pickleball recently. That's true. We're, we have. We're a dominant team, me and Mike. We Super dominant. Crush. Except right now you can't hold a power. No, that's what I was going to do when I ate shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, um, but we've but, been playing pickleball and something I kept telling him. Michael has his hard. He has a really hard time with this. Uh, he has ADHD. Every time we would start, he wants to move forward, and I would have to keep telling him. I like to attack. I keep telling him because there's one thing in pickleball where, like, when the re- they hit the return, you have to let it bounce. And so he kept like getting up there, and he would hit it, not letting it bounce, and then we'd lose the point. And so I'd have to keep telling him to back up. And so finally, I was like, Michael, you are a fast human. Stay back here. <laughs> you're gonna get to that fucking ball. She was right. I got you that. know. You get there. Right. <laughs> you're gonna get there because it was a straight line. How do you have to move laterally? I move laterally, <laughs> but I go less ex- full out explosive there. So I, I found when I went out to just do my sprints because I want to do my sprints. I'm a mm-hmm. healthy adult male. I can do my fucking sprints. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But as soon as I started pushing actual max effort while my muscles were capable of doing it, 
I, I pulled like high connective tissue wise up close to the glute because my connective tissue has not been conditioned over months to start putting that kind of, of uh, uh, shock force on the connective tissue. Question. Lay it on me. Our connective tissue. Do we lose that relatively quickly? Does that degrade mm, quickly? No. I'm just wondering about not at all. like. That's that's going to be more grow quickly. It doesn't strengthen quickly, correct? Correct. Yeah. Correct. Connective tissue takes like 10 or 11 times as long as muscle tissue oh, to gone. kind of build that's itself up and fast. get stronger. <laughs> so th- this is why I have multiple modalities of progressive overload before just slamming weight on and, and using that as a control mechanism. But but again, I'm going to dial back around to my point. And sorry. We're om- sorry. I'm almost there. Oh, sorry, okay. sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> so so I, fa- I found... <laughs> <laughs> that I needed to commit to a month or two of, of fast runs instead of full-out sprints of, you know, 10 to 15 seconds. Um, I started taking, like, a, a down and back, which would be about 200 yards at a fast clip where I'm doing it for, you know, I'll, I'll run for about a minute at a fast clip. That's not a full-out, all-out sprint. But I'm starting to, to stimulate that connective tissue and train it to absorb shock so that in a month or two months from now, I can just go full-out for full-out I full like to sprints. just yeet myself off a bicycle, you know? Yeah, how's and that, that really, you know, really teaches you right. to absorb shock. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. No, so if you want to start running on your hands, that'll, that would have been great effort. That would have been great. I should have been doing that ahead of time. Conditioning um, yourself. Um, so, so uh, to, to put strength training and conditioning together, yeah. if you've decided that, you know, it's important for you to be conditioning, which to a certain extent, I think that's, that's good. I don't think you need to look at it as being an elite athlete, but being conditioned is going to be good for you, period. So go ahead. Sorry. I have more questions. That's all right. Um, okay. So we mentioned this earlier, but like we both said, okay, I heard that cardio is basically bad for building muscle. And I've, we've also heard that cardio is good for losing fat. So it's like, what so do you, I'm gonna how debunk, do you... I'm going to debunk okay, the, the blatant <laughs> statements right now with a simple... And where did those come from? <laughs> yeah, what the we'll fuck? We'll get there, too. With a very simple question. Okay. How do you feel football players are built? Well, which ones? You know, the, the lean, the wide jacked, receivers? fast ones. <laughs> yeah, the, 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 the running backs, the, the they're, they're still like built pretty I fucking well. Like. They're not lean. You started that with lean. I did say lean. Linemen are not lean. Yeah, I didn't say that's linemen. why I asked who. I never said linemen. I said linemen, and you oh. said they're still. Can you not picture any well. football players that are lean and jacked and fast? Yes, yes. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I feel like they're probably that's like sprinters. Point. That's kind what I'm of. going that's, for. Yeah. The, I mean, they, they are sprinters, but yeah. Every, yeah. Every, everybody on the football team is, is lifting weights. Like, they, yeah. they have yeah, to be strong to do what they're doing, and they're all doing sprints, too. Yes. It's just, you know, you need that mass to be a lineman where you don't need that. You can be more athletic with the other ones. Mm-hmm. But if you can find anybody consistently on, on any given team that is, you know, larger, is fairly fucking jacked, and is fast, they are highly conditioned. Yeah. And they're not sacrificing muscle mass at that point. So there's something, I've, I've talked about this before, it's called the, the interference effect of concurrent training. And the simplest way to look at that is... Your body adapts best to what it does the most often and what it did last. So you're trying to throw two different hormonal pathways at it with resistance training and with conditioning. Mm-hmm. So your body, you want to be a jack of all trades, you're going to be a master of none, which is, you know, that's fine. Yeah. You know, if I, I don't have to be the, the fastest or the biggest if I can also still be real healthy and real conditioned over here on the other right, side. Right, right. You, you find your own happy place. So a, a, your average bodybuilder is doing a lot of fasted walking or, or whatever choice of cardio they use tends to be low-intensity, steady-state type stuff so they're not beating the shit out of the muscle. They want to put every bit of, of their home, hormones, body recovery, everything towards muscle building at that point. 
Whereas, you know, the average athlete mm-hmm. kind of needs to be the, the best of both the worlds. There. Right. So, the, so my typical protocol are to lift within 24 hours of doing any conditioning. Um, I will often lift somewhat, uh, some resistance training on, on any conditioning day, even if it's just, you know, blowing out some, some body weight like chin-ups or, or things like that or some. And again, I tend to do sprints. And 20 minutes is kind of that, that magic number where up to about 20 minutes, you, have, you don't have as much of an impact on your hormonal and I imagine pathways. that it's okay for us to work our way up to 20 minutes. Or 100. Whatever, yeah. And I still have days that I don't do 20 minutes. Like my fast run days, mm-hmm. I'll do a down and back six times of that same soccer field. It's about seven to 10 minutes of overall actual effort where I'm not standing around recovering in between. Mm-hmm. And I use my heart rate to do that. I mean, heart rate will get up to 170 to 180. I'll wait till it comes back down to about 130. So I make sure for my workout, I'm staying between 130 and 180 the whole time, okay. which equates to a total of standing out in the field for 12 to 15 minutes. And seven to 10 of that was actual effort. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's it. And, and so I look at my conditioning as a kind of a weightlifting set. So go out there and, and put it in your head. I'm just going to go down and back once, you know, and then I'll walk down and back a couple times. I'll call it good for today. Like, try that. If you're yeah. still motivated to do two, that's fine, but you've already won with the one. If you want to do more, cool, great. Make it so that one, two, three months from now, you're going down and back to, to finish a whole mile of actual effort. You know, so if you can, if you can actually, well, that's, that's what I do. I just do a mile. Of, but if of you're effort. just starting, I would say don't do the second one. Because what happens is you are always more motivated the very first time. Yeah. And you're so into it. And then you give it everything you have and you are so sore that you're like, fuck <laughs> this noise. I will never do this again. That's, yeah. that's kind of the magic, though, of, of giving yourself the one. And you know that if you do more than the one that you just gave yourself, you might be sore. So that, that one's on you. That's not part of the that's system. That's what I'm that saying failed. here is like if you're just starting this and you're like, you know, I can do more than one because you're gonna feel like for the that. gym too. Because I feel like people get into the gym in that first exercise and they want to they want to go real fucking hard. That's life. That's everything. Damn, it's, it is. It's, when it's, you get motivated, you're like, I'm gonna do all of the it's things not now. A, and and that's not a bad thing if you have an appropriate training block. Yeah. You know what you're supposed to do. I want people to learn to push harder and harder and harder. For sure. Yeah. So as long as you know going in that you can take it a little easy the first couple weeks, kind of work your way up, you won't be as sore, or you can go balls to the wall if you want. You might be sore for a few days. You're you might have sore. to push the, back the a workout. The problem is that I've seen many people, particularly friends of mine, that'll be like, oh, I want to work out with you. I'm like, all right, yeah. come on. And then they, I'm like, you, okay, we can like, we should probably call it. They're like, no, no, I can keep going. All right, man. You're probably going to be sore as fuck, and then they are sore as fuck, and then they lose the motivation. Right. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And so, the, and, and like not ass. going into that arm with the knowledge that, all right, you're, you're making really bad calls here. You're going to be really sore. I need you to understand yeah. that if you don't come back, when you decide to come back here a year from now, you're going to deal with almost the same, the same level of soreness. I was going to say, that's the side is the knowledge knowing that that does not last forever. No. It doesn't. I told and you that it all the time. It goes away. I'm like, it's going to go away. And every it's time you go back in, it'll time. be less and less and less. And you get the even work harder that's something that i did not realize no. that like because the first time i didn't feel like i really pushed but i felt like i pushed pretty hard and i was sore as shit i was like this <laughs> fucking sucks yeah we call that the baby giraffe moment that's and right. <laughs> yeah and i could barely walk i was like this fucking blows but later i felt like i worked out so hard this was like six months in and i was like i'm gonna really like go at it and I like really, I was like, fuck, I'm going to be so sore again tomorrow. <laughs> I don't know why I did this to myself. 
And you're and not. And not at all. Yeah. I woke up the next day. I was like, fuck yeah. Let's keep doing <laughs> And that, to me, is when the real motivation That happens. gets really exciting. Yeah, we were like, man, I did yeah. a workout where I know six months ago I would have died the well, next Because that's when yeah, you know you can 100%. actually find those days where you really feel like testing yourself. And it's, it's going to be okay. Yeah. Like, go in there and, you can and, push and do it. hard, but and then you're like, you're not regretting it, and it's not detrimental to everything. Um, no, and too many people are looking yeah. for that, that they need to sweat their asses off, or they need to be yeah. sore the next year. I, I didn't get a good workout. I'll, I'll go in, I'll hit it harder next time. Well, well, hold on. Did you do more than you did last time? Did yeah. you get stronger than you did last time? It's about the adaptations. It's about how hard you push on, on, on any given set. It's not about how much you sweat. It's not about yeah, how sore you, guys, you are the I, next day. I don't sweat really hardly at all in my workouts. I, I don't in my when lifting I'm lifting. Workouts, yeah, when I'm know? lifting, I really don't. I'm really not sweating, you know. And so it's like I don't want people to think like they have to like be drenched in sweat. No, you don't. I do because I was doing a lot of superset stuff. You just a sweaty. That'll human. help. You can yeah. tell and me I'm a sweaty, a sweaty human being, human. but <laughs> I. But I would also I get some of that cardio response, and I do sweat a little. Not overly sweat. I'm not yeah. like. Not, like my shirt's Nobody not drenched. Nobody accused you of not sweating the appropriate well, I'm amount. Just trying to, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to be uh, cl- clear and transparent on the, well, what it, this is. But like, so, but I have thought that too. Where I'm like, if my shirt's not soaked, I did not do the, a good the job. The average person thinks that because yeah. you get you get social media influencers that are wringing out their shirt on their socials. Yeah. And pouring sweat out of it, and so you know everybody who's idolizing them are looking up on. I kind of love not being fucking drenched in sweat and still getting a good workout in. You know, I can wear those clothes a little longer. I can I can push off that shower and and, you know maybe eat first. Yeah, you know, I've got time. I can do other things. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Legit. It it's just wild. All the things that as you dive into it and continue to grow with it, that get better. Yeah. As you go, that you can then flow better. Your whole day flows better because when you are just starting too, yes, you're sore, so it fucks up your schedule. You're sore, it fucks up your life. <laughs> you're also sweatier because you're just starting, and so it's a harder workout. So then you have to immediately shower. You have to do. But as you go and as you do it more and more, like it amazed. It used to amaze me when people would go like at, at work and at lunchtime they'd go lift and then they'd come back. I'm like. Bro, I would be so gross all day long because <laughs> I'd stink so bad. Like, what? How do you do? And then as I w- moved on, I was like, oh, yeah, because you're yeah, like, man, they're in not this. going and running right. and doing something that makes them. But really even sweaty. when they lift and they get like, they're not get. It's not the same soreness. They yeah. they can get the workout in and then they just go about their day. And you're not right. like it's not like you get a workout in and it's like fuck. I'm like fuck now. My no. I, I got to I'm often more energized after a workout. Like your yeah. your body does. It adapts. It recovers. It it you know it moves on. What I have noticed, so we've talked about how since I've kind of detrained a little bit, I started getting back and lifting again, mm-hmm. and I was doing uh, the weight, the what the hell are they called? The pulling the weight down with the bar above you. I can't think what the hell it's called. The lat pulls. A, a lat pull, a down. pull, down. Lat pull down. down. I just wanted to let you. you know, yeah, I really liked watching him act it out. <laughs> Thanks. Appreciate it. was one arm pulling down. I, know. I was like, like what the are other you one doing? A clipboard. All right. <laughs> I mean, you can do single arm lat pull down. Um, it's fine. Yeah, sure. yeah. So anyway, I was doing lat pull downs, and then I tried to shoot pool. Mm. <laughs> and I was so mad because I wasn't super sore. Yeah. So, but were but you kind of shaky? Not, I, apparently, yeah. because I was shooting and I was missing. I'm like, why am I missing so much stuff? And I went, oh. So you just like the fine tuning that like shooting pool requires yeah. is just a little off because the muscles are just a slightly more fatigued. The, and there's, than there's they would also be. The, that, this thing too where you can feel fantastic and your body is still just not ready to perform. I, yeah. I ran into that uh, playing baseball when I was a kid because I've, I've been lifting weights for years. Yeah. But I, I went out to pitch a game and I had 
nothing in my arm. I'm like, I, I feel fucking fantastic, but I'm throwing 10 miles an hour slower right now. Uh, I don't understand what's happening. I'm trying to give everything I can into Did it. Did you like just work out recently? Before yeah, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was, I just, I just didn't have it. And mm-hmm. so, so some days you're getting that, that you don't really know how good a shape you're in until your body has rested. Yeah. So you can train day in and day out, but until you take a week or two off to, to really kind of come back that's and see what you can perform at. Is like, sometimes you can go in the gym and lift whatever weight. You know, we're always yeah. trying to progressive overload, right? So like, I kind of have an idea of what we're doing before. Sometimes I just can't hit the same, yeah. the same yeah. weight so for I, the same I'll reps. I'll tell people, this, this you know, is absolute fact. But uh, roughly 20% of your workouts are going to be shit. Yeah. Like, you're just you're going to go in there, and you're just not going to have it. And I feel good. I hate that. Yeah. When I'm like, oh, I'm going to crush today. I'm like, yeah. how am I not lifting? The- I did this last time, and I can't <laughs> lift it. So this, What the? F- I, or I, I, get- I have the same thing. So the, the way to get around that is to, to not focus so much on the number. And this is why I keep trying to hammer, hammer, it's hammer so in. It's hard. It is hard. It is hard. But so is starting your fitness journey in general and we're yeah, a year fair. and a half plus on from that. That's so, yeah, it is legit. hard. And, and I've had to struggle with it, too. And this is why I turned my warm-up sets into actual working sets. So no matter what I'm doing, I may not have my top weight of the day quite where I had last week, but all my warm-up sets were pushed to within a, a, a couple reps of failure. My heavy set for the day may not have been what I did last week, but it's still the effort-wise is enough to still create an adaptation that I'm, that I'm looking to get towards. And it's usually, like, for I, it's not even that I can't lift that specific weight because I'm never doing PRs or anything. Like, I'm yeah. not trying to... It's more of, like, I... Because... I don't look you at how many reps I did. PRs. I, I'm saying weight wise, like the single so rep, single rep PRs. Oh no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So it's I, not like I, I didn't pe- lift as much yeah, weight. Yeah, generally, you like for one or less reps. I can't get the same amount of reps. Yeah, you should be looking for about three rep PR. But yeah, I, some days I'll, I'll pick up the rep, the weight that I did three reps with the last week, and I just got one clean one, and I'm like. I could probably scrape out one more if I really want to push this, but you know, I just I don't have it today. Yeah, that's fine. So like that's in my workout. It's kind like, of a hard I'll count them and I feel like I did great. I'm it like, is. oh, I crushed it, and I'm like, look, and then I look at what I did last week, and I'm like, I did one less rep than I did. Damn it! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then I'll have the days because when I was coming back from my my back thing, I'd end up pulling. Uh, it was like it was a warm up weight, but I, I did it twice, and I was like, man, this is a warm up fucking weight for me. I'm twice, I'm. I'm good. I'm not going to push past here. I come in the next week and I lifted 150 pounds more than that that week. Yeah, there's so it's, something it's about just, knowing your body. There yeah. is and, 100% and learning your body. The best workouts are the ones where you somehow shock yourself and you've lifted. Yeah. You know, that's usually it's it's bad math. Where I'm like, oh, <laughs> there's more on this bar than I thought that there was. Yes, yeah. barbell math. And that's worst. that's why I like more of a fluid setup for myself. Because if I'm I'm getting quality sets all the way up, I have the chance to push myself. I may feel like doing my three rep max today, or I may feel like doing my five rep max today, and then reverse pyramid training down from there. As long as I'm hitting my compound moves and I'm getting you know nine ninety percent of my sets are quality assets, and I'm pushing close to failure. I'm pretty content with my workout at that point. So I guess overall we can say is don't stress about the overlifting, but you don't need to work out five billion times a week to yeah, get results. It doesn't results. have to be excessive. Does anybody remember my favorite statement when it comes to how much exercise you should do? Yes. It it, the is. minimal amount to create change or something like that. That's, that's, uh, uh, yeah, that's the, basically it. Yeah, yeah the <laughs> least amount of effort for... To Create adaptation. Yes, you the guys least are amount so of close. Right, yeah. Are we there? Le- it's the least amount of, of working out to force an adaptation. There yes, it is. yes. Come you guys on. are both so. But I love it. You guys, you had the the, the mentality there. Yeah, we yes. had it. Yeah. But yes. I, yeah, that's that's it. 
Yeah. You know, like so it's, if, if you don't ever work why out, why do more than that? <laughs> unless you want more than that, and I think that's the part that gets Which lost. Which is fine, but and but, if you want more, and you're trying to strive for bigger gains, like I also am not looking to be huge and hulked and stuff. I want to be healthy, feel good, and get. So like, if I added more workouts in, I would get bigger faster. Yeah. That's just kind of how that works. Bit. Yeah. Yeah. I don't need that. I'm not aimed for that. And if you are not aimed for that either, then realize well, that you don't you need are, to do that. If you are, that's fine. But you just have to make yes, sure you're getting the appropriate correct. amount of recovery. And if you, and, if and you all literally things. can't get out of your head and you want to work out every day, that, that can be done safely. You can go in for 10 to 15-minute workouts and do you know, a body part. You, you still want to hit each muscle group twice per week if you're looking to put on, on muscle. But you split up the volume through the week. You know, if you're just starting working out, two is my, my minimum for ideal gains. But if, if one workout a week is your starting point, that's still better than what you were doing. Yeah. You can work up to what's optimal yeah. as, as you go. So there's scientifically optimal and there's optimal for the individual. And optimal for the individual should always trump what is optimal via science. Yeah. Because you can only do what you can do at this point in your journey. And you can always build on that as you go. Good All motivational right. words, Michael. Why, thank you. Hmm. Before we leave, okay. I'm going to hit you guys with a three. Ugh, Give me, three. because I just went home and got to eat some of my favorite things when I go home. What are your three favorite home foods? When you visit home, what are the three <sighs> things you ask for? Okay. Damn, I have yep. so many of these. No, it's your top <laughs> yeah. three. Okay, it's only on. three. Um, I'll make it four. Make it the Mount Rushmore. We'll make it the Mount Rushmore of things you have to eat when you go home. Is that a mountain of food? What is Mount Rushmore? Yes. Sounds delicious. Um, <laughs> what did I have Dad make last time I went home? I have no idea. I wasn't there. Uh... <laughs> I was like, my was he? No, 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 he wasn't. No, I wasn't. That was accurate. Oh my! All right. Well, Cuban sandwiches are probably one of my favorite things that okay. I asked for. For sure. But I have to wait until he cooks the pig, and so I only get him, like, once a year. <laughs> um, he also makes Eggs Benedict, and he has this, like, special Eggs Benedict So is Benedict it just your sauce. dad being a short-order cook? Is that pretty much what you do yes, when you go I home? Yes, I just, literally, I can <laughs> ask him to make any of my favorite things. There's not something them. that's, like, like a restaurant, or there's nothing else? It's only foods that your dad makes? Like I mean, it's, that, me, it's it the pe- same thing with my mom, too. Yes. Really? <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. So I guess it's different. My mom lives here, so yeah. I... Yeah. So I you don't take get her any for granted. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Good job, Michael. Well, I just cook for myself. Full circle. Yeah. Okay, full, full circle. circle. Um, but yeah, when I go home, like... All right, so there's like certain restaurants you're You mean hitting. when you yeah, are like, home? Let's, is that what you mean when you go home? Let's remove home oh, like parent Jesus. parental food oh, four, okay. th- four things four I mean, pl- home is Atlanta <laughs> my home there. is San Angelo Texas so yeah there's, <laughs> there's I got nothing different things in Texas than there are here food in wise. Texas yes but not San Angelo Texas I've never been to San Angelo they've, they've, I, I like Tex-Mex there, there is some good Mexican food down there but other than that I, there's not a, like a specific restaurant that you're no, like you're when I go home I have to hit this place nope. See, there's Lehigh Pizza. When I go home, I got to hit Lehigh Pizza, which I actually didn't get on this last trip. So I got my second favorite, which was uh, uh, Westgate Pizza. So we got Westgate Pizza when I went back. Have you ever thought about bringing me back pizza? No. Why would you I should do that? think about it. Yeah, you should. All you right, should I'll think about it. Thinking next. about it. I just thought about it. Okay, okay. great. I feel Maybe like next he didn't time. Then. Seriously, okay. think about yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, I'm trying. I don't feel like there's like any. I got nothing. Super yeah. amazing restaurants back home uh-huh. that I'm like really. really I guess every time we start going to Dallas more than San Angelo for to meet up with the family because my brothers both live there, and I guess they they go to these phenomenal uh, barbecue spots. 
that I do enjoy because I'll, I'll go there and I'll get two pounds I love of meat. Me with some, yeah, that's why I like oh, barbecue because you can just go in there and yeah. be like, just pile on I'm fully just, baked. It's potato. not weird to ask for like a huge plate of meat at a barbecue place. Correct. Yeah, you know, and then they have like the uh, buffet style, like banana pudding is all set up and stuff with the. Mm. It sounds delicious. Yeah. Really, um, you guys don't have like. Fa- I so have so there's a pizza spot that I really like. I like to go for twenty years. To Da Vinci's, it's like. I don't even know. What do you get there? Just regular pizza, or do you like have a specific get, type of pizza do, when yeah. you get there? You I get, like to see, get. This is what I want. Their um, their white chicken Alfredo pizza. Oh, it's good as fuck. My brother worked there, which is how I ended up falling in love with that place. Okay. Um, it's real tasty. I like to get Jets pizza, which is a real shitty pizza. But see, I like I like all They're kinds a chain, of pizza. Right? Jet Jets, pizza, yes, we have one. We had one, and its skeleton still sits there and haunts me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, <laughs> they're like the totally Walmart different. Coles, right? It's like by Best Buy. I've just yeah. I've been, yeah, I've yeah, been yeah, stationed yeah. too many spots that had great like hole in the wall type dive pizza places. I I can't do chains anymore. Or rarely, I just yeah. I, I don't crave them. I like. If you okay, if you didn't, if you could only eat at a chain pizza place, what chain pizza would you get? Papa o- John's. Only chains. Only chains. Yeah, wow. Papa, Papa John's. John's. Yeah, because they got they got all the choice? garlic butter stuff and the okay things I, with the I other don't stuff. Think I, would I do pick Papa, love John's. Papa John's, but yeah, that wouldn't be my choice either. Um, <gasps> Wait, Papa Murphy's. Well, that's cheating. I mean, you cook it at home. I don't feel like that counts. Damn it. I mean, <laughs> it doesn't count. I, I still wouldn't choose that. That wouldn't um, be my choice. I might choose Jets. I can try to think of the other ones, but Papa Murphy's pissed me off the first time I ever had it. For those of you listening, you actually met heard, him. <laughs> no. What did Papa say? <laughs> so they didn't have. They don't have Papa Murphy's where I'm from. I've never There's, seen it before either. Yeah. So. so what? Basically, for those of you listening who have never heard of Papa Murphy's and you think we're kind of crazy, so basically you go in. They don't own a pizza oven. Yeah. There's not an oven in their establishment. You pay them good money to not cook your pizza. <laughs> yeah. So you cook it yourself. Yeah. But to take spot. it home and cook it your damn they, self. They put the toppings on. They wrap it. They give you the the baking instructions, which are like it's 18 minutes of baking that you put in your oven. And you can get so many different styles of Why does pizza it cost as much as a pizza that is cooked? That's yeah. what I want to know. <laughs> because know. it's bigger, it's better quality. I always ingredients. end up anytime I've gotten Papa Murphy's, which is like twice, after buying it, I was like, I could just make this at home. Yes. <laughs> so kind of, but they have the, the double stuffed pizza where they put a pizza on top of the pizza and the then they have the I don't mind options. Papa Murphy's. It aggra- I, like it just I get yeah, I, the only things that we ever buy there, they have like five or six dollar pizzas like that you could get. To, so How chainy are we talking? Like big chains? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is your big chain choice? So yeah, really it's kind of lame. Keeping this one back from us. Well, I'm right? just waiting. I'm letting is you guys it Pizza Hut? No, it is not Pizza Hut. Is it CC's? Is it Domino's? It is not. It is, is it little Domino's? Domino's? I like Domino's. I really like Domino's yeah, pizza. Domino's is not called to me. What, I, I, I gave up on Domino's time. for years. Then they Same. like brought their shit back around. They oh. have some various I've options. I've gone through fa- phases. Of crusties. When I was a kid, it was Pizza Hut. Pizza I Hut love was Pizza Hut the, as yeah, a kid. It was a kid the, same. But it's it not the, the same it anymore. It is not. I, I remember when they had the dirty, dank dishes that were like so gross. Yes, for man. The deep, oh, they were for the so deep good. Dish, <laughs> that's and they why were still I like Jets. So Jets has so like a, a four corner that reminds me of old school Pizza Hut pan Oh, pizza. see, that would be and good. And that's why I like it. So, yeah. And you can get Cajun crust. So I, it was I pizza, also, and then it was Papa Murphy's. Not Papa Murphy's. Papa John's. It was Papa John's for a hot minute. I was really into that. Papa John's really took care of me. There's pizza in the living room. Really took care of me during a bad breakup, and at the same time that I discovered World of Warcraft. For who? Papa John's. Papa John's. So I get them to they would I would eat 
two large pizzas. That garlic butter sauce thing is a and their chicken yeah. strips. Okay, I feel were like the garlic butter phenomenal. growing up used to be really clear, and now it's not. Do you remember that? Or am I making what that used up? to be? Papa John, uh, Papa John's garlic, garlic butter. butter. Did it used to be really clear when it we was, were young? It was, yes. It was, it was more clear. Now yeah. it's creamier. I don't know yeah. what that is. I, I liked it before. I don't want to know. I'm not as into everybody it Everybody changes no, their it, stuff, it and that's probably better. It that's was it better goes. back then. It's cheaper. It's, you know, not everybody does that stuff. But yeah, Domino's has come around. I really dig Domino's. We get Domino's pretty often here. They also have the garlic <laughs> twists things, like bow tie mm. twist things. Those are delicious. Parmesan twists. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Garlic parmesan twists. Awesome. You know what all the pizza places do now is as you're checking out, they're like, do you want this? How about this? Would you like these things? Yeah, and I'm just yeah. like, well, I did it <laughs> until right now. I'm now suggestive I do. Have you guys <laughs> tried the pizza, the Donatos? We just got a Donatos. Yes, have my, you tried Donatos? Yes, I, I, it's all right. It's it's yeah. okay. It's yeah. not never really, heard of it. I love that we just ended this fitness we did podcast lots of food. about talking about the worst pizzas ever, but they're delicious. And That's this what is I'm the saying point. about pizza, y'all. But this is what I'm saying. <laughs> I think this is also the point that I would like to bring home with this conversation. It's about balance. And we talk about this all the time. You can get gains and eat pizza. Uh You can get gains and eat what you want to eat. Just pay attention to what you're eating and lift, work out, do some cardio, be overall healthy. Don't kill yourself in one way or another. You're going to be miserable. Avoid being miserable. On one of the old episodes, I said the secret to success, my opinion, the secret to success is joy. And if you lose the joy in the things that you do, you can't succeed. You won't succeed. Yeah. So make health and happiness the journey. Yeah. You'll find your way. Find your joy. We love you guys. Thank you very much. Check us out on YouTube. Go on and uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel, Finding My Fit at 40. Uh, you know the drill. Use our socials. You know, hit us up with questions. We're always looking for stuff. Or go join our group chat. We've been chatting a bunch. Um, Mike just shared some, uh, what was the, your chicken My chicken stuff, stuff in there? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, chicken yeah. stuff. So I love you guys. We appreciate you. I prefer my chicken over all other people's chickens. Wow. Yeah. Go eat some pizza. (laughs) And not that Papa Murphy's crap. Popeye's is probably insulted by that comment. Papa Murphy's is fine. If I don't feel like bacon, I'll do nothing. (laughs) 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 I'm going to get my pizza at Papa Michael's next door. (laughs) Knock, knock, Michael. Papa Mike's. (laughs) 